This icon is racist. I have never ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank loot? The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Can you please come in? Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amra. We're here live, not really live, but almost live from the Sunday Times <laughs> studios in Parktown. I'm joined by my politics team, Zimasa Matiwane, Zingisa Mvumbu, and Apiwa de Guys, Thank you so much for joining uh, for joining me here today, and thank you all for listening out there. This is officially our pre-State of the Nation address podcast. So we're going to be looking at what we can expect coming from Sol Ramaphosa um, when he gives his State of the Nation address tomorrow. It will be his second or third? Second. Second. No, third. Third State of the Nation address. Remember that little one in between when he was, yeah. But before we get into that, let's start with our first section of the podcast and it's titled the good the bad and the newsworthy and this is where we look in to the big story that made headlines at the sunday times this past weekend and again it's a smakashule the anc secretary general who i think now for the third week running has been making headlines because of his ploys and his rebellion against the president of the anc and the president of the country this time um he apparently orchestrated a parliamentary coup. Um, apparently, as the Sunday Times reports, um, he wanted to move into crucial parliamentary committee posts many supporters of South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma. And everybody was thinking, ah, no, well, this is his job. Well, not really his job, but I mean, as the ANC Secretary General, he is um, looking after the, the party on a daily basis. He has authority to do so. But look, look at the people he was trying to bring in. Former Northwest Premier Supra Mahuma Pelo, for one. Um, former Communications Minister Faith Mutambi. And former Mineral Resources Minister Mosabenzi Ozwane. Now, going into community chair, committee chairs, they wield enormous legislative and oversight powers, controlling how parliamentary committees conduct oversight over ministers and senior government officials. Now, these people were massively implicated in state capture, and we're seeing their re-emergence through Ace Makashule into Parliament. Fortunately, this campaign was stopped. So what do we make of this? Is this Ace's another attempt from Ace to undermine the president? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, for <laughs> me, my, the point that I'm going to make, ne, I, I think the ANC going forward must go back to its slate politics. I know it's a bit controversial <laughs> what I'm saying, but I can no, tell you now, people are gonna agree with we you will never one. find peace in the ANC with this so-called unity uh, uh, leadership that emerged in, in, in Nasrak. I mean, we've got two functions here. The one has branded itself to be the leftist, mm. uh, the one which is led by Ace Mahashude, and then the other one, more liberal. Uh, Were you saying leftist or lutist? Oh, well, I was saying leftist. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you wrong. You know, I yeah, no, wrong. but I'm saying they're branding themselves as leftists. I'm not saying they are leftists. Of course, you brand yourself with a particular ideology for your own nefarious uh, reasons. And then there's this other one that is called the neoliberal by others. I mean, that's how the Communist Party refers to them. So 
we will never on on that basis alone that there's they, there's these two ideological differences between the factions which are supposed to be having one ideological program in terms of how they run the country we have problems there and these kind of problems that we have where the sg and the president are always at each other's throats it has never happened before because previously in the nc it has happened that the state politics have always produced mm. a leadership that is on the same page. Kwedemantashe until towards Nazareth yes. and, and Jacob Zuma have always agreed mm. on how on the program of the ANC and the country. Before that, uh, President Habombeki and Kharimu Matlantu were on the same page and, 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 and before that. So with this kind of thing now, uh, we will see this division until the next conference which I believe that's where the ends must go back to slave politics, and then we know what we're dealing with, even if it's wrong or right, yeah. but at least there's synergy and direction. Let me ask you this then, go. going on Vimvo's point, Zimasa, is this a matter of divisions in the ANC, or is this a matter of self-preservation by those who look to have lost at Nazareth? I think it's both. Mm. Um, what what I wanted to add on to Mvumvu's comment is that uh, the ANC has the same policies driven by the same ideology and uh, <clears throat> both these factions should be able to find common ground and abide by the ANC uh, policies and push those policies in government. There is absolutely no need for them to be at each other's throats until now. So I think uh, ultimately between Cyril and, and ACE, one of them is going to have to give up the fight and uh, let the other lead. But it's a battle for control yeah. on an ideological level, is it not, Apiwe? Um, well, uh, what is the I ideology of the ANC? Well, on, we're on not talking about on, on, on a policy. Or okay, let's, talk about, let's talk about a policy level then. Uh, is it not a battle for control being being brought on a policy level up here, Zimasa? Uh, well, I, I, I really seriously doubt uh, there is a serious battle uh, of ideology here. Uh, it's not about that. Yeah. It's, it's about yeah. who wields power. Exactly. So what's hap- what's happening? Uh, uh, what would have happened had they installed these uh, these proposed names? Uh, I'm looking at public <laughs> enterprises, and I'm thinking the minister of public enterprises would have been going to that mm. um, uh, committee, and it would have been chaired by. Um, uh, uh, former uh, minister Joe Masonga. Now, wh- what would happen then would be uh, so the culture across party lines when they are in charge is that they go to caucus before the sitting and then uh, after they finish uh, their caucus they get there, uh, a report is presented and stuff. Um, when there are hard questions, when there are tough questions or when the the minister or MEC in provinces is seen to be under attack. The chair steps in mm. and, mm. and and try to to defend them, protect yes. them, and try to steer uh, uh, questions and, and and the whole conversation mm. in, in the committee away from this issue that would have made the party look bad mm. through its um, minister. Mm. Now, when you have someone from a different faction as a chair, <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, of course. If now, um, say, uh, they deploy Floyd Shivambu mm. to that committee meeting chaired by uh, uh, Maswangai and, and, and Floyd uh, uh, lifts his hand and start going at Pravin Godan, mm. uh, you know, it, yeah. the, the, the thinking in this instance is that this one will be reluctant to 
protect him. So which is what you had seen um, uh, when just after Nazarek. Yes. See, remember just after Nazarek, which was the best thing for us as the as, as the public, by the way, where you had now uh, chairs of committees who had uh, uh, you know sided with uh, the Ramaphosa faction who would have uh, let uh, MPs do a proper uh, oversight and ask these tough questions. So in this one, whether they would have, uh, it would have been good for us uh, that the person is protected or uh, it would have been used as a, as, as a way to attack the person without any substance. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, it seems we won't see it. Let's, let's end it like this. <coughs> I'm going to pose this to anyone here who wants to take this question up. Does Sol Ramaphosa have the power to deal with ACE no. decisively? No. no, he doesn't. There's nothing he can do. Because, you see, that, and that's exactly, that's why ACE is emboldened and that is why he keeps on trying all these moves even when they fail because this won't be the last one. It mm. has failed, but he will try another one because he knows that essentially there's nothing that the president can do uh, to deal with him. And the only way to deal with someone would be to remove them from the office because as long as they're in that office, they have those powers to give instructions and direct uh, party deployees, there is nothing he can do until such time. Unless if when we go next year to the NGC, something dramatic which hasn't happened in the yes. NC in the uh, previous history happens in that maybe uh, 25% of the conference uh, you know, uh, resolves that we need to elect new leadership and in that way ACE doesn't make it. That is the only way to deal with him. But as long as he remains in that position wherein he was elected, I think it's going to be a tough, 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 tough uh, road ahead for the president. We're going to take a quick ad break. When we get back, we're going to talk about our story of the week. And that's going to be President Soromaposa's State of the Nation Address. Join us when we're back. Young people are making their mark. Get up. Tune into the Sebenza Live Behind the Hustle podcast every Tuesday to find out more about what fascinating careers are out there. You can find us on the Sebenza Live website or you can follow us on Twitter on Sebenza Live. Sebenza boy. Sebenza girl. Sebenza. Welcome back. So let's get back into it. State of the Nation Address is happening on Thursday at 7 o'clock in the evening. Am I right, Apiwe? You should know you were a parliamentary reporter. Am I right? Yeah, uh, as far as I understand, as but this things change. <laughs> this is a new term. It's at 7, eh? It's yeah, at 7. Yeah. It is at 7. But before we get there, let's talk about the promises our president has made in his previous State of the Nation Address. I mean, how can we look into what the president's going to tell us this time if we're not completely satisfied that he's fulfilled all these promises that he made the last time? Now, if we look back, Ramaphosa promised a whole bunch of things. Firstly, let's start with the economy, right? Mm -hmm. He promised that he would start this trajectory of economic reform. We haven't not, I don't think we've seen those results yet, guys. Um, as no. it stands, where we are, economic growth has stagnated at an average of below 2% since 2011, whereas the economy needs to produce growth rates closer to 3.5% in order to make unemployment rates drop 
to the double-digit figures from about 27%. And that's another big thing that Ramaphosa promised was the employment factor. So let's look at those two big things that are sort of pushing the South African discourse right now is the economy, which is our money, and our employment, especially our youth unemployment. Things are getting worse. What has the president done and not done over the past year? Mm. Well, I, I think the, the president, it will take us back to the previous conversation of the ANC. I think he's finding it tough to focus on whatever he wants to focus on in terms of his uh, you know, economic uh, ideas and job creation ideas because of the uh, uh, fights within mm. the ANC. Because it's, 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 it's really, I mean, if we go back to the National Reserve Bank debate, it's something that he wouldn't have thought was going to happen. He's mm. someone who well, uh, now has obviously stated that we cannot afford to nationalize the Reserve Bank now and expand its mandate. But Ace came out saying that must be done. So you, he has all these side shows that he has to keep on putting off fire such that it is difficult for him to focus on the task at hand. And with that, in terms of the investment, which he promised will be his priority thing to bring in foreign direct investment into the country in the kind of political environment that we have is completely against that kind of an endeavor in that Mm. no investor would want to come to a country where they don't know whether you are nationalized in the reserve bank or we are not even if we were nationalized at least we have a stance they know what they are coming to Mm. but in south africa right now is that on many issues we don't have a stance people still don't know what is going to happen to the land issue it's Mm. taking forever in parliament and we don't know when it comes back when there's that whole uh, process is completed whether it's going to be we're going for it or we're not going for it the details around that in terms of nitty-gritty is on its own although the the policy of Appropriation without compensation was resolved upon, but the nitty gritties of how it is going to be done, it's not agreed upon. In that EFF has got their own ideas, the NC have got their own ideas, but they agreed on the principal level. Now, when it comes to nitty gritties, are they going to agree? How long will that process take to get to a point of agreement where we have a solid economic policy in terms of how we proceed with land reform? And I think all those things are hurting the economy, they are driving away uh, investors and actually keeping off those that were interested to invest when Ramaphosa came in. And uh, domestically, we still have the issue of ESCOM. Uh, where there is a huge debt, where we are uncertain whether or not we're going to have electricity in the next coming months. So when it comes to the backbone of the economy, the small businesses, those are the people that suffer the most when it comes to, you know, issues like Mm. uh, load shedding. So the president also still needs to deal with uh, sorting out the whole mess at the SOEs. I'm not sure where it's at right now. But uh, I think... Perhaps with the new Minister of Small Businesses, maybe that department would start to function now and would, uh, you know, actually be able to help uh, a lot of South Africans who want to start businesses somehow to to boost the economy. Mm. Maybe that would work. I don't want to talk about Ramaphosa's promises at the beginning about jobs and investment summits and youth unemployment summits and all those summits that he promised last time. We had delivered on the summits, but we haven't, seen the, re- we haven't seen the results of those Listen, summits yet. I was, I was reading his speech, uh, the Youth Day mm. speech, and he was talking about uh, bringing in the private sector into the issue of unemployment mm. and I'm thinking the private sector is also struggling. Exactly. If, if, if we don't have money to buy, 
because we are not working, then the economy is is also not growing. So there are no jobs. And mm. I, I, I don't think those summits of his yielded any results, especially the ones about jobs and unemployment. Complete waste of time. Or, or yeah. maybe we haven't seen those results no, yet. No, 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 no. We, no. we won't see we them. Won't we won't see them. them. <laughs> I don't know. He went somewhere and he was talking about billions last year mm. or millions. I don't know. Billions. Maybe get that billions. money. Some, some one day we'll know where it's going or whatever. <laughs> but the jobs are, I know. But you see, I mean, on the on the promises as well, uh, moving away maybe from the economy. I mean, as I've said before, the re- this one really has me of the president. He promised in his first State of the Nation address to reduce the cabinet yeah. to save God. <laughs> 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 this one really let, has let me, me give you guys some context. Sigisa has been hopping, hopping about Bruh, this from the day that cabinet. Th- this thing has me. I mean, it really has me, brother. That we have this. Our cabinet mm. is bloated. It's yes. bloated. That goes without a doubt and it comes of and course that was the one thing he had the power to change immediately yeah no yeah. that one it, it, it's non-negotiable actually the prerogative the so-called presidential prerogative he had it in full in this regard but he chose to satisfy ANC factions at the cost of the country now and the communists you know and now they're coming <laughs> with these city gymnastics of saying yeah we're withdrawing the imbongi for for sona that person i'm sure they were not even getting paid fifty thousand. <laughs> and those things for me they're just a distraction that is not cost saving the cost saving that would have happened and that would have been sustainable and real would have been the one of cutting the cabinet president failed dismally he dubbed us on that one and from that point on seriously i'm finding it difficult to trust him and no one is holding the president accountable i mean he just goes and does it for sure and it's no fish there and no one is asking <laughs> would guy this is what you said so, and this is what you but, did but what's let's, happening let's look at some of the successes up here before i get you okay okay let me introduce your success because <laughs> this is balances out a little bit okay we've seen some progress on the national health insurance right we've seen some progress on the minimum wage bill we've seen some progress on uh, up here will help me out. <laughs> <In the laughs> SOEs, yeah, I was going to talk about the yes. NPA. In the SOEs, oh, we've the seen um, board level appointments being made. Board level uh, boards have changed. New managements have come in. Um, the some NPA, we've out. seen but, but can some I, can new I, can appointments there. We've seen I some I new appointments at SARS. So there has been change, but are we seeing the effects of those changes yet? Up here? Uh, no, no, no. I was going to talk, talk yeah. about the SOEs. Mm. We are talking about both. But you must look at also the, 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 the this trend of these... Uh, CEOs that are leaving. Yes. So, so uh, do we see that as a good thing or do we say it's a bad thing? We haven't really decided on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but on the NPA though, um, he must be applauded uh, uh, on the NPA. No. Why? Uh, because even the appointment process, we were able to, you know, to follow it and it see. Transparent. It was transparent. We we can't say we were robbed. I think also um, we have confidence in the people. Confidence, so sorry, in the, the people person that who has taken over. But the, I think, the, the, I think the that, co- I, I think who, that confidence who, who, is misguided until such time that their results declare you've pursued that stance no, before that you no, must give people uh, uh, an opportunity until their wait, results, and then we can say that yeah, the NPA uh, is back to its full But function. the NPA has been Chief rotten for a very long time. It's going to take visit a while. KZN. I'm not saying a lot of things. Just visit KZN and ask uh, people there if there is no change. Change is not being felt there in KZN. They will tell you. Okay. I'm just saying. Are you okay. talking, uh, talking about now the political killings in KZN? No, I'm or just saying. about the general law enforcement? Yes. Um, look, um, uh, 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 there was the issue of the contentious too. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think that has been dealt with. Uh, Can you explain that to our listeners? 
with the contentious two advocates the two advocates senior advocates Mukhwebi and Jiba that that has been dragging for quite a long time yeah for years and years for years uh, since uh, what after 2012 or mm. It? Mm. yeah it's it, 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 it is not a healthy space for an organization uh, to, to have such controversies uh, uh, you had this big fight that is with the legal fraternity at court civil society and and and, and, and so on such that even the factions there at, at the NPA you, you you could see the environment every story that was coming out of the NPA was just a negative Too story boring, yeah. Yeah, about the infighting and, and so on so we can confidently say at least there's stability. Th- there is stability in the NPA when there's stability in the NPA um, we have not uh, had uh, similar fictional uh, maneuverings uh, with the SAPS so, so when you have those two in terms of saying we had problems uh, dealing with people who were stealing our money, uh, who are politicians, who are civil, high-ranking civil servants. When you have those two, you would then say you have will uh, to investigate, to prosecute. Mm. I, I believe that's what it means. Um, let's give it two years uh, to, to give a final judgment if uh, the intervention after he has been appointed. Uh, the president uh, after he was vote, voted in and after the appointment of the of the uh, the, the NPA boss and after the appointment of the new uh, police chief and so on it, it, has it been effective and uh, will we see uh, big guns being jailed so, uh, so but, but some, some 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 people are lo- already losing their bread there in KZN. Their protests, <laughs> people are losing bread there already. Talking about Zandile Gumede, the former Durban mayor. But let's to round this. Oh, up. still the mayor. Still I mean, the mayor. Yeah. Still the mayor. <laughs> we don't know. But, but, yeah, we don't this really one know. has appointed his own mayor. They're gonna be in trouble. Uh, that Indian cabal in Durban. We'll talk about. Yeah. But anyway, to round it up, can we just agree? Can, can we maybe agree then that the president has made, he's taken the steps to fulfill his promises. However, we haven't seen the those promises, those, those results come into effect yet. So, but where he's flouted in some ways, he's also gained on a lot of other aspects. Zimasa, what do you think? Uh, where the president has done good, I feel like it's in areas where it's impossible for you to not effect change if you want to effect change. No one is going to stand in your way when you say we need a new uh, NPA head. It's not, it's kind of political, but it's Mm. not political in terms of it's decided in the the NEC Mm. or you need to consult a blade in his SACP. (laughs) So I think his strength uh, in, in terms of pushing the country forward still has to be tested within the ANC for me to believe that he's on track. And that's that's the real uh, power base in terms of, I mean, uh, how the country is going to move forward. As they always say in the NC, the center of power is the NC. If within the NC you cannot have that freedom, as Uzumasa is saying that he's only been able to achieve where he really has the total control of what needs to happen. But where he must consult he is, is found a uh, fumbling and stumbling in that he has to satisfy, he has to compromise and all those things. And I believe that once the president has got the full grip of the party and manages to have it uh, it at his palm, then that is where we're going to begin to see real change. So, ANC it is. Uh, but but, but I, I wanted you to talk further about the SOEs. And I'm saying this not mm. because 
uh, I think you are an expert when you like that. <laughs> because you've that, become that's the underground, <laughs> like you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying yeah. this because uh, you have been covering mm. uh, uh, the the Zondo Commission, yeah. and a lot of the rot. Uh, that had been happening in SOEs is being uh, uncovered yes, there. Of course. But when you see uh, what the minister is doing there, mm. uh, do you think we are moving forward? When it comes to the commission and what it's uncovering with SOEs, I think it's still on a fact-finding mission. Um, after the president was appointed, we saw this shuffle of, of, of the boards of SOEs, right? And that directly impacted a lot of people who were implicated in state capture, who were previously protected by the administrations before. So what as things start to happen at the commission, what I'm finding is that certain key people are starting to either leave very quietly from SOEs who were involved in state capture, or there's a bit of um, clap back from the new administration that's been placed in various SOEs, but not enough as yet. We haven't seen that total reform. But also, I think there's a bit of reluctance because if we look at it now, um, we the, the Sonder Commission has just started its leg on um, South African Airways, and that's going to be massive. But w- we are seeing the the sort of purge of those who were involved in state capture at a lower level, but at a higher level, the Dudu Mianis of the world, uh, Machilo Kokos of the world, um, the Brian Mulefas of the world are still out there. Some of them still on Twitter, <laughs> talking their own shit, <laughs> spinning their own nonsense on there. So we haven't seen uh, decisive action at a higher level yet, mm. I think. But let's move on from here. We're going to take another very quick ad break. And when we get back, we're going to look at our last section, which is called what to expect when you're unsuspecting. And here we're going to look into um, the president's um, speech and we're going to sort of try and predict what he's going to say tomorrow. Stay tuned. Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative only on Times Live Motoring. Welcome back. And let's get straight back into it, into what to expect when you're unsuspecting. We're going to sort of predict what the president's going to say when he takes to the podium in Parliament um, for the State of the Nation address tomorrow. Um, I have a feeling he's going to start off by thanking everyone for giving him his confidence in the past elections, ensuring everyone's going to be okay. He's yeah, got his power. Then he's, then he's going to be like, we must all work together yeah. to make this dream of South Africa possible. When you were all going to think like, oh, come on, we've been trying to do what we can do all this time. It's up to you to sort everything out. Where he's going to take it from there, I think he's going to speak a lot about youth unemployment. He's going to talk about his SOE cleanups and his progress there. He's going to talk about his fight against corruption and tell us all how he's doing such a good job. Then he's going to tell us about poverty and unemployment. And he's going to talk about the economy. He's going to talk about health. And he's going to talk about crime. What do you guys think? You Am I on the right track here? Suffering. Yeah, no, you are. <laughs> you are. I'm in mean for president. Actually, I'll go, <laughs> go, 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 go and deliver that speech tomorrow. 
Look, I mean, I, I think you, you are pretty much correct. Um, that's that's basically it. And I don't see anything dramatic uh, in terms of the change. So basically, uh, to we, we shouldn't that. expect anything shocking. Anything. We can expect the but same I think that's always been. What the president ought to do now, now that he's gotten a clear mandate, we can forgive him for, for, for previous promises that were not fulfilled and the, and, and the speeches <laughs> that were not so uh, clear. Mm. Because really, he was finishing someone's term. Now he has been given his own mandate uh, by the majority of voters in South Africa. I think now is the time for him to give what would be his best speech yet in that he must give a solid program and clear direction of where the country is going. He must put the country first and forget a bit. Of course, it's not uh, that easy to forget about ANC factions, but I think he must. Mm. Then he will go defend himself within the ANC factions, but he must give the country a line of march, a program of action, one that seems uh, realistic and workable and sustainable Mm. going forward. So I think I think what the president is going to speak about, we've covered, I mean, those are his big topics. Yeah. All the problems in our country are his big topics. And there's certain policy issues which are also big topics, like land, like the South African Reserve Bank, and like the NHI and stuff like that, and the mining charter. But, Apiwe, as Zingisa is saying, now is the time for the president to be absolutely decisive. We need a clear mandate from the president and a clear response from him. But I think this is what will set him apart in the SONA, to say... This is what's going to happen with land. This is what's going to happen with the Reserve Bank. This is what's going to happen with the NHI. This is what's going to happen in the mining sector and so forth and so forth. Yeah, yeah I agree. And uh, he, he should go further and say, um, when you're talking about job creation, um, I have a plan and yes. it includes growing the economy. This is how I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, grow the economy. First, I'm going to target this sector. And this sector, I believe, is going to grow by this much because of this factor and this factor and that factor. You see, want details. That, that's a proper plan. detail to yeah. say uh, from um, he has his, 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 his advisors, from what his advisors are telling him, they are, should be able to tell him in the mining sector who are expecting jobs cuts, who are expecting maybe new investors uh, here, who are expecting, uh, uh, he spoke about total. He must say, okay, uh, what does this mean for us in the long run? And uh, how are we going to uh, benefit job-wise? Jobs-wise and how much, you know, those, those sort of uh, details. And he, he, his tour uh, that he had where he scored so many billions, he must update there mm. and say, okay, from the billions I was talking about, um, this this so and so has since uh, signed this and this. Yes. Um, um, uh, you would say maybe environmental impact studies yes. have been completed. Mm. Th- that sort of stuff, so that you know you bring that little bit of hope. Because mm. you know when you you look uh, 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 last two months, hey, petrol going up, mm. and those things affect people directly. Exactly, it's not about rhetoric. It's not about. Uh, 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 the policies that maybe in 10 years time will be in this uh, country that is growing and what what we need to know from next year mm. this is where we're going to be when it comes to uh, land reform mm. um, uh, we need to know uh, 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 the reserve bank issue is a uh, is a serious issue it's taken very serious by the international world he needs to, and he met with the, the Reserve Bank last week. Eh? Yes, was it last week? Yeah. Uh, from that meeting, he should be able to say no. Um, after uh, um, this whole public confusion, uh, I, 
as a country, uh, this is where we stand. Mm. Uh, when I was talking about we can't do it now, when are we going to do it, or is is, is it going is it not going to be done so that whoever is speaking outside of what he's saying, they are understood to be politicking uh, on behalf of their factions in the ANC, and that anyone who's thinking about investing, they know that so long as Tumamina is president, that thing this is not is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, we need to understand those things. Yeah. Sure. So it, and he has the stage there in parliament to be the president and be as decisive and as clear as possible. Um, we Look, we, we've always known and understood what the problems of our, countries, of, of our country are. And uh, I think we've had trouble finding solutions, but where the president thinks he can, you know, start to make change that's going to be felt by, by South Africans uh, would like to obviously get a clear action plan on those, you know, small and things. We know not everything is going to be sorted at once, but we... We need to be inspired. We need to be motivated, man. It's 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 difficult in this See, country. This is, it's this just where, too hard. This is where I disagree with you on a state of the nation point of view. Because <laughs> you want to be inspired and motivated. And like to Mamina, now we've already sent you there. Now do the work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now the thing is, for me, my perfect state of the nation address, and this is what I've always wanted from a politician, is to come on stage and cut all the jargon out. I don't want to hear about um, Killer and his songs. I don't want to hear about yeah, yeah. any. I don't want to hear about anything. I just want to hear. Okay, this is where we are as a country. Our economy is here. A B C D. Our agriculture is here. A B C D. Here are our challenges in a line. Okay, here is my plans on this challenge. I want to do this in the next mm. five years. I want to do this. I want mm. to do this. I want to do this. Mm. I want to do this. How am I going to do it? I'm going to do it by A B C D. I'm going to do it by A B C D. That's all I he's want to see. He's going to say he's going to say investment hour. and yeah. then PowerPoint presentation. You never know what <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a state of the nation a PowerPoint presentation. That's, make it happen. Take us through a flow chart. I want to see it by thing. numbers. That's the only thing. But that's the thing. When I mean our politicians as well use these kind of events to prop themselves up their own political standing and yeah. really we don't need that now so we need facts and we need uh, real facts you should not mislead us if you know that uh, in the next three years or so we will not be able to take the economy into a 3.5 mm. uh, percentage then growth then say it that so we can is impossible yes. yeah. but if we do these things maybe in the long term maybe after seven years mm. we'll be able to reach that but we need to be reach it and take these particular steps, the 250,000 jobs that they say they're going to create, where are they going to come from, how, when. You know, exactly. that's the kind of detail that we need. But th there's one crucial uh, issue that he needs to keep mm. updating us on. Yeah. That is um, school infrastructure. He needs to, 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 to give us a proper... Because it... it <laughs> That is a very important topic to our nation. Um, yeah. As much as uh, people have hope in politicians uh, changing their situation, they also understand that practically, historically, uh, the majority of South Africans have never had their solutions coming from politicians. It has always been when they are able to get proper education and liberate themselves. Yeah. So it's a very important uh, topic. He needs to address mm -hmm. it. Um, that... Uh, how many schools uh, how many mad schools do we still have and how long is it going to take for 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 for, for, for the government to eradicate them how, how long is it going to take for them to have uh, uh, proper sanitation uh, that uh, he, he needs to promise that when he leaves no student will have to there will be no stories of of mm. of students falling into toilets 
Let me ask you: Is that the most important thing for you out of Ramaphosa's speech tomorrow? Is that what you want to hear from him? No, no, no. I, I, I need to hear that he takes it serious. Okay. Okay. Because it's one of the most important yeah. issues that is faced uh, by uh, uh, the the those who can afford uh, uh, private education. Uh, it's for me. It's also one of of issues that are, are closest to my heart mm. because of of where I come from and the situation still being the same as in 1994 when I was in grade one. But for, based on the sauna that the president gave uh, at the beginning of the year, I don't think he's on the right track. I think we had a long discussion on education and mm. what we thought he was getting okay. wrong. Mm. So maybe. Yes, we need him to eradicate, you know, mud schools and, and pit latrines, but can he just go consult with the teachers also? Mm. What is what is what are the solutions? What do you need, you know, to, to teach these these kids and yeah. Okay, let's do this. Let's go around the table. What is the most important thing you want to see coming out of the State of the Nation address tomorrow? Zagiza, let's start with you. Yeah, well me the most important thing I want to hear how the president is planning to address economic inequalities in the country. Because for me, this, as much as my colleagues are talking about education and all those things, I believe that it is completely impossible to address those as long as the economic ownership patterns in the country are the way they are. As long as we, we can do whatever we want, but if the economic ownership patterns don't change, I, I believe we'll be going in, in silos and we'll mm. never get anywhere. So I need to hear mm. the president speaking about a proper plan, even if it's not immediate, even mm. if it's within his whole term of the five years. But if he has a solid thing that has got the detail and I see it to be realistic, I'll be very satisfied. Mm. He must open up the economy, like the, the, the people in the arts are saying, open up the industry, open up the economy. That's that's my request to the president, and mm. yeah, it makes sense. That. <laughs> yeah, the most important thing for me is, is job creation, um, and uh, he he really needs to to address it. Uh, he his campaign, uh, the NC's campaign, uh, has been. Uh, like with the two other parties, uh, uh, spoken uh, a lot about job, uh, jobs creation and for the youth, and so he needs to uh, really give a serious detail on it, uh, and not uh, be like uh, I think I've said this before. The previous guy who promised a million jobs here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like how do you create jobs in an economy that is cute in the manner in which it is cute? No, no, you but, can't. But, but you see, um, my my uh, immediate thing now. Uh, because when you're talking about the skewed economy, ownership patterns and whatnot, it, 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 it talks about what has historically been uh, in place. I don't care if a job is created by Amil Mvumvu or uh, Andile Mnitama for that name. <laughs> as long as a job, it's, it's paying. But also, we then, need to get oh, away oh, from oh, that. Wait, car. wait, wait. This, this is, oh, but this is my important point. Yeah. No, ultimately, people need to eat now. Yeah. So I hear now. So you can't fight a revolution on an empty stomach. What's going on here? Also, but we need to get away also from that culture of jobs. Let's leave that for a whole different discussion. Yeah. But that's my point, Amil. Tell us. I don't care if you see the. Chinese are going to come here and and uh, invest, or if it's the Americans, yeah. or if it's the Russians, mm. uh, as long as it's putting food on the table, there is right? a there is a plan to yeah. say in the next six months uh, we are talking to these people they are going to uh, to be investing uh, in two years time. Uh, uh, this thing of uh, joblessness uh, would have eaten so much to it that 
it's not that big of a problem than it is now. Yeah. Uh, when I'm done with my term, uh, unemployment would be at zero percent. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> I agree with all of you, but and then I agree with all your points. I would love to see that as well. But I think for me. Um, on top of what you've said is also the issue of decisiveness. I just mm, want to mm, see a proper mm. plan and a decisive plan. Come on, Mr. President, you can do it. We've sent you there. Make it happen. And you said we must tumour you. We yeah, tumour you. you. Now, you now we want delete. to see the results. Also there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we have time for this week. Thank you so much for joining us here. And thanks, guys, my team, for joining me in studio. I really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next week where we're going to dissect the President's uh, State of the Nation address and hopefully... We don't have any more revelations to talk about regarding Ace Makashuna. Yeah, no, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay.